Hello and welcome to the FSF Podcast Live Edition. All right, and welcome to the first official FSF podcast. The first official with like, you know, the proper nameplates and, you know, video clips and intros and all that stuff. That's right. All that fun stuff you go through when you rebrand everything. It's good times. Well, we just want to remind you that this is the show that reinforced Anakin Skywalker's hatred for sand, but also remind him that rocks being thrown at him probably wasn't fun either. (laughs) He finally had the high ground and Obi-Wan made it high. For like 30 seconds. (laughs) And before we get into tonight's show, we need to say thanks to our show partners, Level Up Sabers. All right, let's watch the fantastic lightsaber video. Most of you are aware, and if you're not aware because it's a new show, link for Level Up Sabers can be found in our show notes and the comment section. Da, 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 da. And it's already on the screen. Look what I did. I done. I'm proud thing. of you. It's kind of scary, right? New show, new Tim. <laughs> all right, and uh, so one of the things that we're we're all very passionate about here is trying to help out uh, sick kids when they need it most, and we have been able and been very fortunate to work with a wonderful group. Uh, called Wish Upon a Teen, who personally helped out my family back in 2019 when my daughter was hospitalized for 97 days. So they come in when the kids need it most. They give aid and assistance to the families and do their best to try and make an extended hospital stay not suck uh, as much as it can. So they're a really good group of people. And we have a video here that we want to play just to remind you that we have some some merch or and or opportunities for you to be able to buy directly from uh or not buy directly but rather donate directly to wish upon a team All right, so that's the quick video. Uh, the link I was trying to put up has a lot more information in there than it should, and so I'll have a corrected link out and down for you shortly where you'll be able to find that Red Shirt Widows and Orphan Fund uh, merchandise and also a direct link to Wish Upon a Teen at wishuponateen.org. If you would rather, uh, you can donate directly there. And we also want to remind you that if you are so inclined, you can, of course, take a couple moments to subscribe. Uh, as you see it scrolling along the bottom of the of the page here, subscriptions help us uh, more than we can really ever tell you. And it means an awful lot to us 
that you guys uh, would consider subscribing. And then also, uh, if you want to help us offset some of the costs for the takes to run this fine here show on the live channels, uh, you can always do what we call buying us a coffee. That's right. It's not just for people who curse on our show. It's for those who have the opportunity uh, to sh- to share a few shellings with us as well. So, Wouldn't it be Ko-Fi instead of... It is. There's buying a coffee. There's also a buy. There's also a co. It's spelled Ko-Fi, but they pronounce it coffee. Who am I? I'm just you know. Anyway. Well, let's welcome our guest tonight. First, Matt Man from TikTok and the Church of Star Wars. Hello, Matt Man. Hey, everybody. Good to be here. I forgot about the swearing rule. I'm going to owe everybody a lot of coffee if I'm not careful. I'm going to owe a lot of coffee if I'm not careful. i got to be careful. Oh, man. We shouldn't have reminded him. Good to be back. We're glad to have you here. And we also have Ron or Baron Von Lippy Pants. Pants. (laughs) Baron Von Lippy Pants, Ron Lippet. Hey, good to be here, guys. Exciting. From crossing yeah. the streams, yeah. Why so we're glad everybody? we're glad to have both of you. So yeah. we're doing good. We're doing good, buddy. It's, it's always better when we have smiley more. people here with us. So yeah, glad to be here with the Matt Man. Learn about him, the Church of Star Wars. Yeah, this is, uh, this is exciting. Yeah, it's good to meet you, Ron. Always nice to meet new people. <laughs> <laughs> Who said this? I did. This, yes. The dogs. Always nice to, always nice to me. Oh, who said what on the bottom? Oh, <laughs> there was a, like I, I did. I said that. Did you not? Filoni be praised. I'm, I'm looking right at you. Filoni <laughs> be praised. Be praised, Filoni. Oh no, I don't have the hat. I ruined the illusion. I well, I'm disappointed. All right, so. <laughs> Before we jump into anything uh, topic-wise, let's each take have you guys each take a moment and explain uh, what you do and where people can find you and, and all that fun stuff. So, Matt, let's start with you. Sure. Uh, I'm The Matt Man Show uh, on TikTok. Uh, I do kind of like Church of Star Wars. Um, I do Star Wars-related content, um, skits, comedy videos, uh, impressions, all that stuff. If you'd like to check me out again, TikTok. I'm also on uh, Twitter and um, Instagram, but I don't post on there as much. So uh, if you do have a TikTok, that's the best place to find me. Although your art on Instagram is pretty cool. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. I, I think it's cool. Thank you. And I'm Any, not, actually, I'm, I'm always impressed with anybody who can draw more than a, a circle. So, I mean, you're doing I great. I can't draw a circle. Circles are hard. Everyone can draw. Everyone can learn how to draw. It's literally my job. I can teach you. But yeah, I need to do more drawing for sure. <laughs> Jeff Tawaskin would like to know who invited a Ron. I mean, it's a fair question, right? <laughs> it's a fair question, especially when I missed last week's uh, Crossing the Stream. So it's like I'm not on Crossing the Stream. Suddenly I'm on Tim's FSF uh, podcast. What the heck is going on? Yeah, it's good for him. It he just likes her more than he likes you, Jeff. It's okay. It's all it, he, Ron just needs to know he has options, Jeff. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the there's the uh, options for being able to buy the by the way the red shirt widows and orphans fund. The the links are in the the chat now, and we'll make sure those get down into the show notes as well. So there's the the T Public link for the red shirt. You can get shirts, 
Uh, let's see, coffee mugs, hoodies, phone cases, stickers, magnets. You can get the whole face mask thing, uh, you know, whatever. And then, of course, uh, wishuponateen.org if you would prefer to make a direct uh, funding to them. They would greatly appreciate it. All right, guys. Excellent. We've got you both here. We've got topics. So let's but jump right into it. Ron didn't get to tell you, say where he was from. Who didn't? Bastards. <laughs> you forgot about Ron, Tim. What the hell? Wow. That, that, Unbelievable. You're going to disrespect me on your show? You're going to disrespect me this, like this? This is... This is this re- That's a five-minute banning. I'll be back. I am... <laughs> This is this is Ron's last time on the show. I mean, that's amazing. We disrespect ourselves on this show. That's amazing. We disrespect others. Uh, no, uh, real quick. Uh, professional destabilizer. You'll find me on podcasts around, usually uh, ripping on people and talking about uh, the being the antihero for each of these podcasts. Uh, that's what I do. You can find me on Instagram and and Twitter. I I have uh, run my own uh, blog and social social media hub, and it's. Uh, Wednesday nights at 9.30, you find me every week crossing the streams on the Jeff Dwoskin Show and uh, the, the great group of folks that come uh, as part of that group. So uh, glad to be here. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Did not realize no that we had not we had not given the lippy All pants good. a chance to be lippy. All right. So now that we have the airwaves clear, we can talk about our topics for tonight. So first off, out of the gates, uh, now last week, Wednesday, we started something that uh, here on FSF that that Kathleen and I were doing every Wednesday on Pop Culture Addicts. But now that Pop Culture Addicts is part of FSF, we're doing it here. And that's called our Five at Five. And last week, Wednesday, I did a live at five for the finale of Kenobi. And I gave my my top five things that I liked about Kenobi. And uh, so we'll have a chance to talk with you guys tonight. See what you liked, what you didn't like. What are your thoughts about the the series as a whole, do you have thoughts about Star Wars moving forward, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. So, no particular order. Fire away, whoever's smoke them like you got them. Let's have I was it. Going to see how many more times you would say Kenobi. 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 <laughs> I mean, uh, be mindful of your thoughts, Anakin. They may it. betray you. <laughs> I don't always have to say Kenobi. Kenobi. I love Anytime that you have I can that get... on, on demand. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I have to. It's one of my favorite things that Whitworth's ever done. Uh, so, yeah. Well, well, since you showed that scene, it's interesting that they used a relatively similar scene with Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the whole, like, angles of that scene and, like, him being like, ah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they knew what they were doing. I Yeah. I even thought at the end, at you know when it shows the the rockscape at the end, it that almost looks like to where uh, at the end of Kenobi where he's going in and talking with Qui Gon Jinn as mm-hmm. uh, as he's riding his camel ish thing, uh, you know, off into the a what? Eopi. Yeah, them too. He's riding one of yeah. them things. <laughs> I occasionally know Star Wars things and I'm proud. I you do, and you'll <laughs> clean it up. So <laughs> I did not know that. I did not know what that thing was called. <laughs> when you have a tiny person and you watch all of your shows with subtitles on. That's true. This is why there I don't do like facts on my page. This is because like, I don't like, I enjoy Star Wars. I'll see it a million times, but I, I can't do all the names and stuff. It's just, it's too hard. I can't, I can barely remember my students' names sometimes. Like I have to have a chart with me. So like, I can't be 
memorizing all the stuff in Star Wars. I get that. And legitimately, I only know it because it showed up on in the subtitles. Like, that's uh, it's a lot better than what my mom calls it. <laughs> what do we you want to know? Uh-uh. Go ahead, Nick. Uh, she calls it an uncircumcised camel. Oh, <laughs> 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 and there it goes. Deb's bringing the heat. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> Way to call oh, your my mama, childhood. <sighs> hey, I didn't know what it was called either, and I was like, "Works for me." That's canon. Mom, now. what's that's this? <laughs> no, mom, that's not what it is. I do love those videos, though. Uh, just like they get their friend or their girlfriend or their mom who's never seen Star Wars to just name all the people, mm-hmm. and like they'll put up Boba Fett. It's like, oh, that's Frank. <laughs> it's just that's like, Frank. yes, that's Frank. That's him. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't write that. That's I don't know who wrote that. That's (laughs) obviously been hacked. Exactly. All right. So, uh, any thoughts on on Kenobi the series as a whole? uh, Individual episodes, etc. Yeah, that that I loved it. What What do we think of Ewan McGregor? Do we? I've always loved Ewan. I thought he was fantastic in this. Like, but I, I've loved him in everything, but I've loved him in this as well. Like, I just thought he was just I, I actually think he was better. Like, obviously, you know, the acting in the prequels wasn't the best. I always felt his was the strongest, but even in this, it's like holy crap, it's it's phenomenal. He mm-hmm. he he is he's one of the it's one of those castings where it's like Tony Stark is Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um he is right. He, right, is he is a Kenobi. Kenobi. Like, there's no other person that they could have gotten to play this character. No, I absolutely adore Ewan McGregor and everything I've ever watched him in. Um, like, I didn't like Moulin Rouge, and I liked him in Moulin Rouge. Wait, he's done other stuff. He's done. A, <laughs> yes. He's not just. Wait a minute, Obi Wan Kenobi isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, though, he's Obi and he's Obi in every show, just a different he's, version. He's just... However, <laughs> other than Obi Wan Kenobi, his favorite, my favorite role of his is Christopher Robin. I do like Christopher Robin. I I really did like that movie too. That was a really really good movie, and he did a really good job as an adult Christopher Robin, and not just because. I kind of wanted somebody to hold me the way he holds Pooh Bear. But that's That's a very sad movie. I actually don't know. It's it's, it's good, but it's sad. What, Matt? I was going to say, I don't know if I actually put this up or not, um, but as an example for one of my assignments, we had to do like a uh, mix-matched identity or mistaken identity project. And for an example, I took, uh, I photoshopped Obi-Wan Kenobi into the Christopher Robin poster and I changed the title to Obi-Wan Kenobi. And it was just Obi Wan Kenobi with all of the, uh, oh. all all of like Pooh Bear and Tigger and all them. I I should put that up on my Instagram because I feel like it'd be funny to put up. But mm-hmm. that'd be cool. Yeah, absolutely. I have many thoughts on this. Overall, I enjoyed it as a show. I, I disagree with some of the writing content of it. Um, okay. I feel like. They could have done more, or they should have done more, in like especially in respects to Riva. Like there came a point where she has a certain Sorry. personality, <laughs> and we don't learn something until the last two episodes, 
and we're supposed to care about her now. And I was like, that's a big which, jump. Sorry, which character was this? I literally just got distracted by what was put on screen. Uh, I, it was, uh, I, I did not hear like half of that. It was Reva. Uh, so oh. Reva's character, I wish they had developed more. Mm-hmm. And I think if they had developed it more, it would have gone a yeah. lot better. I, I, I think, yeah. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Go ahead, Matt. No, I was just going to say, I, I think I understand where that's coming from a little bit. Like, I haven't gone back and rewatched it. I'm doing a marathon right now, and I'm putting Kenobi in the marathon. Um, so we'll see. Like Now that I know the twist, we're going to go back and see like see if it kind of flows as well. Uh, I didn't have that same problem, but there is that one part where it's just like um, like all the stuff, like the, the stuff she was willing to do. Uh, there was a part where it was like, okay, I can see it. Like, it's not that I don't believe it or that I can't see it. It was just more like, I have to go back and see like, okay, am I going to get hints of this? Like, is this like when you go back and watch it? So like after a twist, usually you should be able to kind of go back and watch it and see that the motivations were still there. Like you should still see a little bit of it in. Cause you know, sometimes mm-hmm. a lot of things make more sense. Otherwise it seems just like an abrupt like change. So right. Right. I can see how that like maybe not everything aligns, but I I loved her character. I thought she was like she Agreed. she was she was fantastic. I, I yeah I um so I I get what he's saying about you know some of the there are parts of her story that do feel rushed, mm-hmm. and again that, that's also part of the, just being a she's not she's not quite a main character, but she's not quite a side character. She's so, I don't know what to call her, you know, but she's right there in kind of in the middle. You know, of those two things, it, she's an important character to the story, but she's not quite main. And in being so, part of her story gets rushed and mm. it gets a little sloppily handled. As there are still things about that that she did or what happened in the show that kind of irk me, because now I have to believe that stormtroopers are not only blind and can't shoot well, but I also have to believe that they're mostly deaf. Because in I think it was episode five, they're standing on either side of the, the wall. They're talking to each other and not very hushed tones uh, about her feelings about Anakin and what's going on. And and I'm like, OK, so stormtroopers are deaf now. They can't hear that. They, nobody's going to go. All right. We, we got to kill her. She's a she's a traitor. Right. Um, you know, I still they still I think it was episode three. They still haven't explained how she got all the way around to the other side to kill the pilot. And, you know, there's there's little things like that that irk me, but not enough for me to stop caring about her character. Because I think that that Moses Ingram did such a fantastic job with the mm. character that she got us to dislike Riva as a character, but yet feel empathy for her for what she had gone through and care about where she's gone and where she's going. And and in that alone makes me want to see some type of spinoff uh, with her as to what could be, what might be, where did she go, what did she do, all that kind of stuff. Her How did she? Joe. What's that? Her Cotton Eye Joe. Where did she come from? Where did she go? <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I actually—can I just, Tim? Can I just say this is a feature of this show that I hadn't known about before. I, I, I really appreciate it. I'd like to, I'd like to leverage this in my, in my, the rest of my personal life and oh business life. It, it is, <laughs> it is, uh, it is enjoyable when you can just go, yeah, I don't like that, and done. Uh, Unfortunately, in person, Tim just pushes you. <laughs> oh no! This hurts much less. <laughs> Obi Wan is Palpatine. <laughs> oh my god! No, so I agree though that 
there's a lot about her story that doesn't feel finished. And I don't know if that is Disney's way of trying to make us like her and be interested in her so that they can do a spinoff. Because they also know that they give us Star Wars content, we're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. We, we are suckered in and I, I was... caught. I was really happy when they released episodes one and two. It, it made it all feel compl- it made it feel complete. And I think if they released episode three and four together and five and six together, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been more complete. Um, that that is, is one thing just, I do feel. Is, oh, sorry. No, no, please go ahead, Matt. Uh, that is one thing that I do feel like a, a lot of people have said. This could have been like a movie. Mm-hmm. This could have been a movie. Like you could have hit the same beats with like a two and a half hour movie. And I, I, I loved the show. I think it works just fine as a show, but I do agree with that. Like if they wanted to, they probably could have cut this down into There's a two filler. and a half hour movie um, and still got all the same emotional beats, all the same like awesome moments. And like you said, like, you know, Reva's story, like they could actually make her a bigger part of it. Like with, with, with a smaller story, they can mm-hmm. put more of the focus on the characters mm-hmm. and, flush that out a little bit more and 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 they would have caught leia within like 30 seconds and not a five minute you know horrible through the woods chase so (laughs) i i have a problem with that they you know uh i don't i like to think that flea's better at at a game of tag than that um (laughs) and that he would have been able to catch her a lot easier through the woods um but you know if if the, yeah if the point of the scene is for her to be caught, they could easily have just had her, them pick her up, grab her. The the scene would not, and we wouldn't have gotten that amazing moment mm-hmm. um, of the running. Uh-huh. It's so I, comic dog. I feel like some of it too that they they go that extra length to be cheesy and unbelievable because it's Star Wars and it is. At its root, it's a space opera, and operas are dramatic. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they they may have gone too far into that skid a couple of times. Like, oh with, yeah, with the chase scene. Yeah. Both At chase the same scenes. time, I also know how hard it is to try to run after and chase mm-hmm. a small child. Like, they are way slipperier than you expect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I also had issues with the fence. Part where, where they uh, could have just walked around. Oh, just, <laughs> just, how, how do we get past this? You know, honestly, that that whole fence. You know what it made me think of? It, it made me think of um, uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights, where Dave Chappelle's like, "I'm on this side of the river. I'm on that side of the river. I'm standing on both sides. It's mm-hmm. not that hard." I, I, yeah, that was kind of like. Wait, so I haven't, I haven't seen it. Is is it like the uh, like the toll booth scene in Blazing Saddles? Yes, yes, <laughs> much, yeah. yes, one hundred percent. Yes, it is. It is exactly like that. Yeah, That's but in space, spot on. They have, it's like that. There's a, there's a, there's a laser fence <laughs> Got with it. two guarded edges on the side, and it's like built into a hill. But it's a very sloping hill. It's yeah. not like directly down on the sides where mm-hmm. you legitimately you could have walked up slightly on the hill and around the fence and not hit the, 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 the you know, the electric <laughs> part that cut the, the stormtrooper in half. Right. It would have been fine. Even the edges of the fence 
were not tall enough that you couldn't have just climbed on top of those and over them if you hadn't wanted to walk <laughs> on the hill for some reason. No, John. No. No, John. Makes sense, No John. ideas for you. Uh, he's just not taunting you at all, Tim. No. Yeah, no, he is. Never. John, no, is also, John is also the GM of our, our monthly Star Wars RPG game. And oh, awesome. I don't like it when he starts getting ideas. Should I tell you he got stuff in the mail then? Oh, Jesus. It's not a Wookiee killer yet. He keeps taunting me with a Wookiee killer every time I piss him off. I just gotta say, the Gungan keeps saving your butt. That's he got it. lucky. Yeah, the Gungan had good dice rolls. I'm starting to think he was fudging those. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna make Nick get a a, a dice cam. <laughs> so we can see it. We need a, yeah, we need a camera on him. <coughs> we don't trust the Gungan. I can just Maybe. share my screen. I mean, <laughs> all right. So, uh, what are you, what are everybody's thoughts about Kenobi moving forward? You know, a lot of people are disappointed that there's not going to be a season two. And then Kathleen Kennedy came out the other day and said, "Well, we'll have to see because it was so well received and so many people want it." Um, do we think that we're going to get a season two, or or are you like me and think that one is enough? We don't need a season two, and that I would rather see other stories told. I am on the fence. I'm yeah. on the fence with that one. I am on the laser fence um, with <laughs> that one. You can walk around. That you can easily walk around. Because I understand a lot where people like where people are coming from. It's like this could be it, and I would be completely happy. I would. Right. I would not need anything else because they did. They they tied it up even with Reva's story. They left it a little bit open, but like the whole point of it was just like oh. She can be who she wants now. She can go off and be who she wants and do what she wants. So we don't necessarily need to see that. It was implied that she can go make her own choices. So that could be open-ended. Everything is closed off that needs to be closed off. I um, so. But then my lizard brain goes, but Ewan McGregor and Darth Maul again, I want it. because so, so if they do um, another season, I don't think they can do Vader again. I think they have to make the uh, bad guy somebody else. And I think they could do Maul because last, uh, I, I believe, I don't do a lot of the comics, so I'm not sure. So please someone correct me if I am wrong. But as far as canon goes, in Rebels, when he does see him on Tatooine, that's the first time he goes to Tatooine. Um, but there's no indication that he hasn't seen him any correct. time before that. So they could easily do like Obi-Wan goes off world again finds Maul, and maybe we see how he ends up on, I, I can't remember what it was, it was like a Sith planet, I think, I can't remember what the title, I'm name of the planet is, uh, Kathleen, you're good with names, what, do we, what was the name yeah, of the place in you. Rebels? Uh, anyway, uh, like how Maul ends up there and stuff like that, like you could easily do Maul as the main bad guy. What is it? Is the... I don't even know what he's trying to say. Oh, there was a comment, but this comment, uh, oh. John said, I don't want a Kenobi season two. I want a remake of the original trilogy with Ewan McGregor continuing the role. Ooh, that's that is I'm on, spicy. I'm on the fence with that one because that um, is spicy. <laughs> don't you that dare touch hard. my Empire Strikes Back. Right. Yeah, I don't know if they could. They could never remake those movies. I don't think they're I don't think they would be that bold. I just want I know it was part of the <sighs> contract, but like I just want the theatrical releases. Mm -hmm. on disney yeah. plus i know that they'll never be able to do it but i would i would giggle excessively if the theatrical releases would come back so yeah. or or with the, with the original emperor do, 
maybe they could just do like a one-time thing. Like maybe they don't have it put out anywhere. They don't sell it, but they put it out into theaters. So it's a one-time only theatrical release of all the originals. And then no one gets to see it again. I don't know. So, so am I the only one? Hold on. Am I the only one that that thought the the introduction of the emperor in the original uh, three was a mistake? Like I I thought they already had their supreme evil bad guy in Darth Vader, mm-hmm. and I I thought the yeah, the but emperor it's the rule of wrecked, wrecked it. Yeah, is my take. So then you find out that he's just a puppet. He's just a puppet. Yeah, I exactly. get what you're saying, but but yeah. there's always the Sith rule of two, and if there's you know if there's Darth Vader, there's got to be a master. He's the apprentice. There has to be a master. Yeah. And, and so I they think... had they had to they had to introduce him, yeah. but but yeah. And to to rub sand in that wound that he's still not a master. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I did that one time. So I did that in a video one time. I I did. Like you a rub sand in like, a wound? No, I referred to. <laughs> so no 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 no. I made a. Uh, so Ahsoka calls him Master Skywalker. So I made a little skit of him and Ray, and um, I had Ray refer to him as Master Skywalker because I just assumed that that would be just like not even as like a proper title, but just as Ahsoka did, she would refer to him as like Master. The amount of comments that I got on that video, oh my god! I will never make that mistake again. I assure you. I I'm sure they were all friendly. Oh, assholes! <laughs> Star Wars. The Star Wars fandom is known to be so friendly. Don't you right? know this? Star Wars fandom is the most accepting fandom ever. <laughs> that was actually going Except to be my negative. Like uh, my positives, I was going to name all the positives for the Obi Wan show, and the negative was just going to be the fans. That was just going to be right? like, <laughs> the fans and done. Oh, uh, but yeah. Oh, bye, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! No, that's fantastic. Lie. I'm pretty. <laughs> I don't think that's ever happened on the show before. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Oh gosh, yeah, you're welcome, guys. Glad I could I could that be was, of help. That was quite the trip. <laughs> I think the best part wasn't even the fact was the spiraling of the camera as it fell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the ah it's my safe. phone. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so oh, back God. to Kenobi though. Yeah. One thousand percent will die on the hill. That Vivian Lyra Blair as Princess Leia Organa, best freaking thing to happen to Star Wars since Carrie Fisher. Yes, one thousand. Yeah, she's amazing. Yes. Um, I love her. The the side by side cuts of of her as the young Princess Leia versus the the images of of Carrie Fisher later on as as Leia Organa, as as the princess, as the rebel, as the general, the symbolism, and even the way that they dressed her in the first couple episodes yep. and the way they did her hair was just, yeah, it was really cool. I, I would be okay with a young Princess Leia spinoff. Right, even just like yeah. go from Leia from the end of Obi-Wan to the end of Rogue One. That's yeah. a fair amount of time that there's a lot of stuff she's got to do. Nine years. Yeah, there's nine years, nine years of of happenings there. I would so. watch that one thousand percent. I would watch. That. I I would watch anything. Start. You could have like a whole series of just the gonk droid, and I would watch that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would gonk. watch a whole series where gonk. the main character is just the gonk droid. It's just the gonk droid doing whatever. There's there's no uh, plot. There's no characters. I, it's just the gonk droid, 
and I, I don't think Ron it. was actually making a noise. He was just doing the <laughs> what the hell. <laughs> 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 what the holy hell is a gonk droid? Come on, all oh, I'm speaking for all of America right now. What the hell is a gonk droid? It is a it looks like a very large. Thing. It looks like a trash can with legs. <laughs> it's a trash, uh, trash can with legs. That's what it is. It's a so, trash can yeah. with legs. You know those, and it is precious. Yeah, those those trash cans with like the you see at like schools and stuff with the flippy lids on the top. Mm. Yeah, that's basically just painted a gunmetal gray and, and threw they threw some legs on it and called it a called it a gonk droid i'm yes. almost positive that's actually what they did too for like i bet you any amount of money that's what they did for the prop they just it, found a it, trash can i mean yeah, they're it, just, they're it's just pretty similar from doctor who at that point yes oh god the original well, daleks who. are just trash cans with plungers and whisks get out of my head i was thinking the yes. same thing ah, i don't want to be in your head <laughs> I do enjoy in the original three. Yet again, I'm talking about the original three. I do enjoy how broken R2D2 is in the original. <laughs> he's like he's like falling apart as he's running. Have you guys you guys noticed this, right? You mm-hmm. paid attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's fantastic. They were so over budget and they couldn't couldn't put. He's that been thing through together. some things. He's but through, yeah, to be fair, he's been there since episode one. Yeah, he's seen um, he's seen some crap. A lot of stuff happened with him in the Clone Wars cartoon as well. Yeah. Um, I think it was in the uh, I don't remember if it was stated in the Obi-Wan series or if it was in the Ahsoka book that I just got done with but uh, Bail Organa says you know about R2 that he's never wiped his memory and and so I I think that might have been in the book but all the same Uh, but yeah he's R2 is like the ultimate ride or die droid he's seen everything he's heard everything he knows everything (laughs) and he's not giving it up he so is, he is the pit bull of droids. <laughs> he has been there for all of it. He has heard every sob, every tear, every curse, yeah. and he's not going to tell anybody about it. But he's still got your back. He is not leaving your side. Nope. Why mm. he's the best. So R two did. R two did make a appearance in Kenobi. Yeah, I thought so. Um. It was at, at the 3845. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Down that to the minute. Look at you go. What episode that, is that in? Uh two. Hold on, let me Google this. <laughs> I love that you have the minute and the second, but you don't know the episode. <laughs> well, yeah, how did you know the minute? <laughs> he knows what minute it was because a minute after that is when his parents had to pick him up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was just like it was the party, right? It was the party that they were at. Yeah, where Leia, where Leia owns her cousin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was that burn against her cousin too. Whew. That's that when I was stellar. like, "This is Leia. This is Leia Organa right oh, yeah. here. This oh, yeah. is Leia." I even loved it at the end where she's like, "If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna be part of this, we're gonna have to make some changes." And yep. I, you know. I love it. And then how amazing Bail Organa is with the "Let's do it together," like. That is, that is a dad, and I love that. Mm. Also, Obi Wan telling her about her parents kind of killed me. That was one of the parts I cried at. I cried twice during this yeah. entire series, and that that was that was one of them. 100%. What was the other one? The other one was during the um, the uh, flashback scene. Ooh, for because that like yeah. literally that shot me straight back to childhood, and I just remember because I've always loved Anakin. Like I was a kid because mm-hmm. I was just a little kid. Like I never like thought about the acting. I was like, Anakin's the coolest that guy ever. Right. So like going back to that and I've like 
seeing Hayden do it again, it was just like I got so emotional. Like I got like legitimately and I emotional. I feel like that was that was a big thing for the '90s kids. Was the we got mm. Christensen back. We got we got him to finally be Vader. Like yep. This is this is what he was building up to with the the prequel trilogy. That sure the prequel trilogy is incredibly flawed. There are a lot of flaws in it. It's Star Wars. Star Wars is full of flaws, but we Absolutely. love it anyway. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. He's, you know what? I, I people can make like he still looks younger than I do. So like, <laughs> no, I'm not knocking him. Not at all. I I was thrilled to have him on there, but we were mentioning all this. I had to bring that up because I absolutely love That's that. Between <laughs> getting to see. Ewan McGregor back as Obi-Wan, which everybody loves because Ewan McGregor. Getting to see Hayden Christensen get to step into the role of Darth Vader, even if it's mm-hmm. not necessarily him in the suit all the time. And sure, they still use James Earl Jones's voice for most of it. But that battle scene between Obi-Wan and Vader, when Vader cuts the helmet and you have that view of the fact that Anakin's still in there. I love the way that they use the, li- the use of yep. the light with the shadowing of the red and the blue and they put blue on Anakin's face when Anakin was talking and it was red when it was, when it was va- the Vader mm-hmm. part of him that was talking. And, and then at the end, it was, and it was just all red. And yeah. the, the, the way that they filled the plot holes from the original trilogy with this while still creating plot holes of their own in the Obi-Wan series. I mean, that's just, it, it happens. You can't fill every plot hole. Right. But, the well, why did you say my dad was dead? Well, because he told me he was. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. They 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 fixed some of the some of the dialogue issues for sure. Uh, why does we, Leia not know Obi Wan? Because he told her that it would risk their lives. Like right. He told her that he was Ben. Yeah. You some know. people thought she should have gotten her mind wiped. Yeah. Well, you know what? I hope he's figured out how to spackle that hole in. Her <laughs> <head>. <laughs> like, I just... How would that like? I'm sure that's something that you could do, but like, why? But why? also, also as a ten year old, who remembers every person they exactly. met as a ten year old? I don't remember it's... breakfast. You think I'm gonna remember crap from when I'm ten? Exactly. I'm not going to. And I, I just need to go on record as stating because I've said it in type. Star Wars theory is an idiot. So <laughs> there, I'll say it. You don't have to. I will say it. He's an idiot. So okay. I do not disagree. God. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So if you haven't had a chance to check out Kenobi yet, you've heard our ramblings, our thoughts, but let's move on to something else. Uh, we've got about 20 minutes left and I want to make sure that we get, uh, to this. We're going to skip one of these topics and go into another one. Um, because this movie, I'm not entirely sure why I sat down and watched it, but, but I did. And I think Ron knows where I'm going with this. <laughs> I mean, I, finally, finally, some class has entered. I'm this. scared. The oh dumbest science God. fiction movie ever made. Uh, <laughs> it is now streaming on Paramount Plus. You can Settle watch it down, there, Timmy. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I did not. What mean to am I looking that, at? I did, but uh, <laughs> that was Beavis and Butthead do the universe. If you've never watched anything Beavis and Butthead, or if you have watched anything Beavis and Butthead, don't. Well, <laughs> if you ever watch anything Beavis and Butthead in the past, this movie is everything that Beavis and Butthead ever was, just updated for 2022. It's the same jokes. It, it spoke to my inner 15-year-old humor. 
Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Were there still toilet paper jokes? I, I mean, oh, there's so many bunghole jokes and TP <laughs> jokes, and it's yeah, it, it, it's so over the top. <laughs> yeah, it's over the top. Stupid, it is. Are you threatening me? Hey, put my bunghole. You're welcome, John. And I know you have Paramount Plus. You can watch it. So, um, that's if yeah. you can get it away from Paw Patrol. Look, I, you, I will just say this. It, I happen to think that this was a very redeeming film, uh, right? Because I, I will say all the things that are going on in this world, all the negative things that are impacting all of us, Beavis and Butthead and, and Into the Future, or whatever the hell the, this horrendous title is uh it, it, it is it do is just the universe do the universe whatever it is <laughs> it is completely mindless crap and it is freaking hilarious right it is it exactly is. it is it exactly is. what tim said it, it's it's the it's the potty jokes it's the the woman jokes it's the it's them making fun of each other and hitting each other and causing it's kind of like the, the modern day version of three stooges uh, and yeah. I just will tell you, I, I love it. I, I do love it. I think it's great. I hope they make 10 more of these. <laughs> okay. So the simple fact is that there's, there's time travel in this movie. That's why it's science fiction. Okay. They come from, I think 1998 to 2022 and they've never seen a cell phone before. Mm. And what they figure out they can do with cell phones and <laughs> the amount of nachos <laughs> those two boys buy. And yeah, it's, uh. I, I probably enjoyed it far more than I should have. I laughed harder than I should have in a yes. couple spots. Yes. Um, I so it, it's I, one of those things. I, Go ahead, Ryan, sorry, Tim. I just do, do you for me. I equate it. It's kind of on the same, you know, cartoon line as Sharknado is to uh, you know to, to actually live acting. Right. It's just, it, you're it's, not wrong. It's so stupid. And so freaking hilarious. And, and and here's one of the things I love about it is that you can watch it in snippets. Like you can go watch 20 minutes of it, laugh your mm-hmm. ass off, go out to dinner, come back exactly where you left off. It doesn't matter because every yeah. bit of it is funny. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. And, that's, and to me, that's redeeming. And I actually think it's very valuable to you these days. Uh, you know, honestly, uh, I watched it the other night. I paused it for a little while, came back to it. And you're right. You can you can pause it. You can walk away from it. You can come back to the stupidity and be like, huh, "Yep, still stupid." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it it is it is highly entertaining. And um, yeah, yeah, if you were if you were at all uh, a minor Beavis and Butthead fan at any point, if you watch Do America or if you uh, they do a lot of things. Uh, and, uh, if you, or if you watch the show at any point or the, or the reboot of the show, uh, this is the best thing that MTV has put out in dear God knows how long since, since they, they probably, st- videos? probably since they stopped playing music videos. Yes. Mm. It's pretty clear. Long time. It's long, long time. So Tim, I'm going to guess uh, that nobody yeah. on our, nobody on the panel is going to watch this movie. Is that, is, is that a fair statement? I would. Okay. I think Matt Man just took himself out. But Sorry, I, was... I know. I, I just got a phone call. I just got a phone call, so I had to just shoot. It. I'm on my phone right now. Um, ah, gotcha. But um, as you could see, because it fell, um, <laughs> I would watch this. I've never seen any Beavis and Butthead. All I all I know of Beavis and Butthead is all the clips and jokes that other things have made fun of. Mm-hmm. So like, but the way you describe it, it 
it sounds like, you know, I'm off on summer break. So if I need a break from my Star Wars marathon, I have something to watch. I think it'd be funny. I think it's it's, it's the perfect alternative to Star Wars. Yeah. It's the <laughs> it's the uh it's the palate cleanser. Yeah. You, know, you, 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 you kind of jump in you jump into this you, you cleanse the pal a little bit you're able to go back out to something else that's true sci-fi and 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 you know not beavis and butthead and you go oh yeah this is pretty good so you know i i remember clearly my buddy calling me when we were in high school or whatever however old i was uh <laughs> saying you've got to turn on the shows on mtv and and i'm like what, is, what? so i i'm on the phone with him and we're wa- I'm watching this show, and I remember clearly the first say eight to ten minutes of me watching this show, me saying this is unwatchable. This is the most preposterous, ridiculous cartoon. Like it makes no sense. It's not funny. I don't know why you got me. And then something weird happens, Matt Man, because after about eight to ten minutes, you're gonna start. You're gonna one thing is gonna be humorous to you, and then you're gonna get into a rhythm with this. You're going to start to anticipate the humor. You're going to start to understand the characters a little bit more. And then suddenly, I don't know how, it just clicks. And then from that moment forward, it could be 10 minutes, could be 30 minutes. I'm not sure when it's going to happen for you. But as soon as it clicks, it is unstoppable humor. Like That's it is, it is endless. This this is a good pitch for this movie. I'm not gonna lie. All I saw was the poster, and already I'm like, all right, this is just really. Tim, is that is that a fair description? Is that a fair description of how it's gonna? Oh, it's it's pretty accurate. If you can hit the 10 minute mark and haven't changed it, you're you're gonna watch the rest of it. That is because your brain cells have given up. Look, look, you can have on vacation because you were watching all this crap that exists. Look, I look at it this way: I can drink three beers and kill some brain cells, or I can watch a few minutes. Of I, Beavis and Butthead I kill bet, the same brain cells. I bet who, whoever's, whoever's calling Matt Man right now probably's watched it. <laughs> it's probably, my wife. Oh, it's my she, wife. She's, she's driving home it. right now. She probably forgot that I, I told her I had this, but she probably forgot. <laughs> She's uh, like, my, she's calling. No, you are not watching this. <laughs> no, she's definitely not watching this. Hopefully, my mother is watching this though. Mom, if you're watching this, can you please call my wife and tell her to stop calling me? That'd be great. Unless Although my mom, there's something wrong, and then please let. Her... Yes, of course. It, tell, if she calls back again, hopefully it's it, tell her if it's an emergency to call me back, and I will answer it. But if my mommy's even still watching, I don't even my I don't even know my mom kept watching. She probably turned it off like. She's like, eh. you know, the number of times that my mom has texted me with the blink twice if you're being held against your will. I'm like, <laughs> I promise I'm here voluntarily. Uh, all right. I'm, yeah. So that's, I'm just that's also Beavis and Butthead. Okay. They do the universe. You need to watch it. It's it's an hour and 20 minutes of your life that you won't get back. But you're not exactly <laughs> going to be all that sad about it either. So it's nothing. But uh, it's yeah, nothing. I've. I have watched longer movies that were far stupider. So, all right, uh, let's move on. We've got uh, a topic that Nick added in right before we we went on air, so you guys weren't probably prepared for this, but we'll see how no. if you guys have thoughts for it anyway. But uh, the the topic of the Ms. Marvel show on Disney Plus. Have you guys had a chance to watch that yet? Any thoughts? I'm two episodes in, so I don't You're, know if okay. I'm caught up with. I think there are three episodes in, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, I think there's and three. I'm, yeah, and I'm two episodes so. in, so I. I I've been watching it. I've been enjoying it. I I think it's great. Mm-hmm. I think I watched the first episode. I F Marvel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why? Oh, oh he's just tired. Know. He's just tired of talking about it on because he's been talking about it a lot on his show. It's uh, right. I, is it is it good? I honestly I haven't I've not seen it. Is it good? I like 
like it. I enjoy I, the, it. The only thing I would say is because I know a lot of people were gonna were upset with um, the power change because yeah. her powers were a very big part of the character and of like the culture, like like the actual like you know how she had to shape like you know shape shift and mm -hmm. hide herself and change her appearance. It was a very big part of her story, and um, I was like, all right, so maybe they'll do something like maybe they'll change the appearance but they won't change like the functionality but it definitely looks like they have done that like i think uh, as uh, as far as i know her original yeah, powers in the comics is just it's like stretching she can get bigger smaller or she can change her yeah, face and like big shape in. yep and biggin but in this it's just it the only thing it seems like they've kept is the she can create like the, like the, her like you know the stretchy arm but like it's light yeah. it's not her but body now so that's the only part that sort of like I question as to like why. And I know it's because it's Mr. Fantastic. I know that's why, because they're going to probably do something with him, but she came first. So it's kind of just like, I, I, I feel like they could, and they could have had two. if they can have iron Patriot and iron man, they can have two stretchy people. They can absolutely. I, I um, but I'm trying to judge it as it is. And I, I think it's fine. I, 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 yeah. like, I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's fine. I think it's great. I also don't understand a lot of the criticism that people were giving it. Like the mom is abusive or strict. Like that remind, like it reminded me of my family. My mom was like that too. Like my mom was, in fact, my mom was probably stricter than her mom was. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like it, I, I just didn't nah. see it. Like, cause I heard that before I watched the show. I heard like, she's like the worst mother on the planet. It's awful. So I was like going into this, like, oh wow, she must do some horrible things. Then I'm watching it, I'm like, this is just a family. This is just a normal right. family. And and in all honesty, episode three will answer two of the questions that you had right there about about her power sets. It explains okay. it a little bit more, and also uh, it'll explain the mother a little bit more as well. One of the things I do like about this show. Uh, so if you were a fan at all of Into the Spider Verse, or if you liked uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Um, the animations and the things that are going on in the background are very much reminiscent of those two shows and, and how it plays out. And it's a very aesthetically a, uh, appealing show. And I love the way that they're, they're working in her, um, um, her cultural things mm -hmm. that, that are, are specific to the, the Pakistani people and everything that, that, that they're dealing with and all that kind of stuff. And it's a very unique and interesting story. And I will just say this for the most part, if you don't like her or you don't like the show, that's okay. It wasn't written for you. You're probably a white guy that thinks that, that the show has to be for you. So it doesn't let be a story be for somebody else. It's okay. <laughs> Not everything's going to cater just to me. Gosh. But there's nothing out there for me. What well, else? I, what is what is there? What is there for white people out there for movies? There, there's none. Everything else. <laughs> I actually do relate to the like I said, like it reminded me of my family a lot. So like I actually like, even though I am very white, I relate to it just fine. I relate to it just fine. He's he's not wrong. <laughs> the ad man of yeah, Scott Pilgrim meets Lizzie McGuire. I I can actually see that. That's um, like, yeah, yeah. So, so back to this. 
<laughs> you know who could have brought Dio Campbell? Uh, it, it I made still me, not have seen that movie. It made me think of a joke, though. <laughs> oh, boy. Is, is how do cats like their meat? Oh, God. Rawr. Oh, no, no. Not that this has anything to do with anything, nor does anybody actually care, but I made Selena Kyle and Pamela Isley and Harley Quinn in Sims today. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. How's it going? So far, so good. They are the Gotham girls. So it is my Gotham version of Golden Girls. Oh, my God. It's making me way happier than it should. Harley Quinn is Betty White. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes, I don't have an old. I don't have Sophia, but it'll be okay. Mm. It'll, okay, it'll be okay. I, now I want to see a Golden Girls version of that. I'm wondering who you could get to be the fourth. I'm trying to think. It's like, who would you get? Ivy. No. So I've got. She's got I, Ivy. Yeah, Ivy. Ivy. Oh, I didn't hear Ivy. I'm sorry. Ivy, Harley, yeah, and Ivy, Catwoman. Uh, I'm trying there to think was, of. There was I'm another woman in the the like, original Batman TV series. I got one. Um, she worked with the Riddler. I can't remember her name, but she had a purple jumpsuit. Anyway, I was gonna say Huntress. Ooh, I was. There actually, you, probably, you could probably put Huntress in there because she's been an anti-hero, I think, before. She's been sort of like a. So who would play who? Would she be Blanche? I was just randomly gonna throw penguin in penguin in a penguin, penguin in there with the <laughs> picture it Sicily. <laughs> no. Okay, so anyway. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no. They they live in this big Victorian house with the happy little greenhouse and it makes me very happy. Lovely. I have uh. problems. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thank you so much for being on the show. Let's uh, let's remind everybody where they can find you. Uh, Ron, let's have you go first this time so I don't skip you. Yeah, Wednesday <laughs> evenings, 9.30, crossing the streams with the Jeff Dwoskin gang and, uh, and at a podcast near you. So thanks for having me, Tim. Super appreciate it. Absolutely. Go ahead, Matt. Uh, I'm at the Matt Man Show on TikTok, and uh, I believe it's also Matt Man Show on Instagram and uh, Twitter. Excellent. All right, we've got some updates for the things that are coming and have come to the show. So last Friday, our guest was the New York Times best-selling Star Trek author, Dayton Ward. This was his second trip on the show. He came, to, he came by to talk some more Star Trek with us and even some dinosaurs. Right. Yep, he helped, a, he helped write a Jurassic World cookbook. So if you're looking for a great recipe for Velociraptor burgers, this is the book. Hi, this is Dayton Ward, and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. And you can still find that episode of Funny Science Fiction on our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. And remember that your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. So please do not forget to click like and subscribe when you watch the videos. However, this upcoming Friday, our guest has been a writer, producer, director of Star Trek Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Babylon 5, Sliders, and more. 
In fact, he wrote the story for the legendary episode of Deep Space Nine, Far Beyond the Stars. Hi, this is Mark Zicke, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. So yeah, this Friday, we're really excited to welcome Mark Zickery, also known on YouTube as Mr. Sci-Fi. Uh, we talked with him about all those shows that Kathleen mentioned just a moment ago. Uh, in fact, his new show called Space Command, which he has a bunch of actors from uh, Star Trek, Babylon 5, Battlestar Galactica, and a bunch of others all kind of crammed into this show. And uh, it, it's pretty cool. You can find him on YouTube uh, under Mr. Sci-Fi or Mark Zickery either way. But uh, be sure to... Be sure to tune in this Friday uh, morning. You can watch it on YouTube or you can listen on your favorite audio podcast provider. Okay, I got to see what's going on in the comments here. Am I missing something? <laughs> no, I can't yeah. see the comments. So, so Ron said this. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kathleen said this. <laughs> Colonel Sanders, and now I want chicken. I just, my phone is next to me and I was looking at it at a funny angle. <laughs> How's that truly working for you? <laughs> oh, this God. is the highlight of my Mondays, guys. I gotta remember that for the next time I come on. <laughs> Should always, always live and drink. It's way better. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you have the cautionary tale to don't drink in live. But <laughs> no. no, this is one of the times where you should take Kathleen's advice too. I'll just avoid the Jaeger. Drink it. Oh life. god, oh god, no. We're not gonna do anything like crazy. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Ixnay on the Jaeger yeah. To, to get the anxiety to go away, and uh, you're good. There you go. All right, guys. Matt, Ron, thank you so much for, for coming on the show tonight. I loved having you guys here. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. I, I, I'm ha happy to be back anytime. Awesome. Awesome. All right, guys. That's going to conclude us for the FSF Popcast. Bye. See ya. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of the FSF Popcast, we want to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, please contact us by means of Twitter or Instagram using the handle at FSF Popcast. Or go to www.fsfpopcast.com and click on the contact link. Thanks again and hope you enjoyed the episode.